here we go episode seven we're uploading this uh back on the the right schedule on monday i know we missed it last week but the no notes podcast shout out to maddie b for being here even though he's got a a long day he already has had a long day and he's got more after this so he'll he'll be a little tired for this episode but he's still making it out he'll still give his his good insights like he does toughing it out for this podcast uh yeah uh, it's gonna be a good one uh, i'm excited we are gonna talk a little bit about the little league world series that is going on i honestly f- kind of forgot that it was happening until you you mentioned it in the when i was asking you about topics so i'm excited to talk about that We'll also talk about the uh, NFL Top 100. We've gotten up to 11, I believe. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. Maybe give our predictions on where guys will go in the top, you know, five. And then we'll also talk about um, student athletes uh, because we talked a little bit about, you know, college football and stuff. So we'll talk a little bit about like student athletes and getting paid and all that stuff. And so... Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. I am ready to go ahead and jump in, and I'm going to start. I'll go with the Little League World Series. And for me personally, I, I personally really like the Little League World Series. I, when I, you know, when we were, when I was young, you know, when I played baseball and I was around that age, it was always like kind of the dream to go play in Williamsport, especially on those, those, like the fields are like so nice and it's just, being on ESPN, like, it's like every kid's dream, I feel like, who, you know, likes baseball, because it seems so cool, and so I would always watch it, um, obviously, I've never been playing it or anything, not even near that, but I watched it for a while in, like, middle school and high school, I always tune into it, because it was, it was fun to watch, Um, and so, obviously, it didn't happen last year, because of COVID, so it's kind of cool to to see it happen this year, even though it's only uh, USA teams, they didn't have any international teams, which kind of blows, but it's still cool that they, they're able to put it together. Um, it's always a fun event. Uh, I just know like from the past compared to now, they've changed the, the bats. So they're not as dense, I think. And so it's hard to hit like home runs. And I think the age, they made the age limit from 13 to 12. So there's not as many like star players, not as many home runs. So it's maybe not quite as exciting as, you know, uh, the 2010s kind of decade, but nonetheless, it's still fun. I'm going to definitely watch some more. It's going through it. And yeah. So what are just kind of your thoughts on the Little League World Series? And I know you got to play at, uh, where was it? You played uh, some. Uh, yeah. Like that's really cool. You know, you got to go do something, but yeah. Talk, talk to me about what you think about the Little League World Series and all that. Yeah, I mean, Little League World Series for fun. I think, like you said, every kid's dream is to go play there. I know I wanted to play there. You oh, know? yeah, definitely. Um, but it's kind of fun seeing all, like, the, you know, state teams playing the state teams. I think it is more fun with the international teams, you know, but with COVID kind of makes that, you know, not be possible. Mm-hmm. Um but it's pretty cool. There's one person, I, I it was a stat actually yesterday. His name, I think, I, I pulled it up. Sorry, I would know. Yeah, it's Gavin Weir. So he's pitched 37.2 innings. He's thrown 576 pitches, <laughs> only one hit, and zero like, earned runs. Is this for like, this is from uh, like the qualification round okay, all the way yeah. up until the World Series? So right. I've never seen like, – <laughs> 
a kid, let alone a professional athlete do that. And so that's kind of cool to see that, you know, um, and it's kind of fun because a lot of teams have players like MLB players have played on little league teams, you know, yeah, they, they really like have. Todd Frazier Cody was one of them and stuff like that. And I know, yeah, Cody Bellinger. And then I know on Sunday night, they had like the little league classic. Mm-hmm. I think it was angels and white Sox. I believe that. Yep. No, mm-hmm. it was angels and, um, no, I think it was the White Sox. I Indians. Think. Oh, it was the Indians. Right? Maybe it was. I mean, if I'm being honest, I didn't watch it or anything. So yeah, I don't think <laughs> it wasn't the White Sox because this team was 61 and 61, and then the Angels were 62 and 64. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Something like that. So, anyways, they played. So that's kind of fun because all the kids could see like Mike Trout and, you know, Shohan Yatani and all that stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a fun atmosphere. So, I mean, I like it. I mean, Little League is super cool, super fun. Um, I think ESPN does a good job with it. So yeah. I'm excited to see who wins it. So I, it'll be it'll be exciting to see. The, so. the early like 2010s Little League World Series, but uh, when we were like you know around the Little League age, I think those were like some of the the best ones. And like you know, because I, I have specific memories of like the pit. I think it was 2011, the Pennsylvania team. And, like, the crowds there were, like, insanely packed because they were, like, the local team. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I might know a little bit more about that. But, like, there was a Pennsylvania team from 2011 that just had a bunch of attention. In 2014, there was the Rhode Island mm-hmm. manager and Monet Davis. That was a really good Little League World Series as well. Um, that Nevada team was a yeah. nice Little League World Series. I remember they just hit a bunch of home runs. Like, you love the you love the power slugging teams that could just rip, rip, you know, those baseballs into the, into the, the stands. It's just, it's so, yeah, I don't know. Like there's something about the Little League World Series that's just so like entertaining. And it's so like, it just grabs you. And I, I mean, I, I think it's lost a little bit of popularity from, you know, five-ish years ago, stuff like that. And I think definitely now it's a COVID. Like, I feel like a lot of people didn't really, and myself even, I didn't really realize it was going on, you know, I mean, it's kind of been forgotten, mm-hmm. but I, I, it still is, you know, even though these, like, it's crazy because it gets so much attention on ESPN and these kids are like 13 and 12, you know, and they become like, if they're like the really good players, they can become kind of like social star, you know, social, they become big on social media and they can be like, you know, stars and just overnight can become like decently famous for just being like a 12 year old, you know, playing baseball. And so that's always fun seeing those stories and whenever, uh, I actually did watch one part of one of the games with Sam on Friday. I think I was watching one of the games and it just kind of like took me back to when I was, would watch it, you know, years ago. And when I would watch it, when I wanted to play at it, like, it was just like, cause I, I haven't didn't watch it. Like obviously it wasn't on last year in 2019. I didn't really watch it too much. So like, it was like the first time I really like kind of watched it again. And it was just, really cool to see like them get some hits and then we, we saw a home run get hit. And, like that's always really cool in Little League World Series. And so, yeah, I just, uh, I mean, after looking kind of, I'm also looking at the bracket. Uh, it seems like Hawaii's got a really good team. They're a really good Little League uh, World Series powerhouse, honestly. Um, Texas always has a good team. It seems like 
Uh, California is always really good too. They're always in it. Uh, Missouri's like never in it. <laughs> uh, they made that one year, like, like five or six years ago, I remember, but they got kind of smoked, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I'll go to my prediction. I think uh, it's weird. Cause like, honestly, I feel like lately the international side is kind of, they've definitely won more than the USA side. I know that um, in terms of like the last 10 years, like Japan is always really good. So I'd probably pick like them to win it all. But since it's only American teams, I don't know. It's probably going to be either like Hawaii or California, one of the, one of those teams, which in normal literally uh, standards, they play each other in the West region. So one of the only one gets to go, but now that there's both, you know, from both States, it's kind of cool to see that. And they're, they're both powerhouses. So I, I think, I think Hawaii will win. Cause we, that's actually who I watched and they had a really dominant pitcher. Uh, their hitting is really good. Uh, like everyone in the lineup can get you a hit. So they just have a really good all around balanced team. What, uh, what do you got? Who are like your predictions and, you know, like, have you, have you watched any of it, you know, this, uh, little league two so far? And yeah. I've watched a little, not much because I've been busy with some family stuff, but right. I'd say probably either Hawaii or the kid with the Gavin Weir guy. I think he's from Nebraska. So probably one of those two teams. Yeah. I would ne- say is probably going to win it all. Nebraska's that's, that's still, Nebraska's still in it. But they're in a elim- they're in the elimination, I believe, right now because they actually lost to Hawaii eleven to three. Yeah, because so. they just lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he wasn't pitching. So right. Yeah, that's because you have to give him a rest. Yep. You know, there's the, so. the pitch count and the rest days. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it, man, I tell you though, like it was. And you, you agree with the two. So it was be such a dream to play there, man. Like, I hope those kids definitely like. I'm sure they do. They cherish it. But like, man, it'd be so cool to, to play there. I, I love the Lamade Stadium with the big hill. I just think that's like the coolest field ever because you know the fence is only 225 and it's small. So mm-hmm. I just think that's so cool. And man, yeah, I would have loved to have been able to play in that and and all that would have been cool. I think you getting to play in what you played in is really cool though. Like, you know, that's that's also, you know, like, yeah, like a really big playing experience. at Cooperstown is fun. I mean, it's baseball Hall of Fame. So, but yeah, yeah. All right, I think that'll probably. There's not too much talk about the anymore at the Little League World Series because, like, it's still kind of going through, and you know, it just it, it just let the games do the talking. <laughs> There's no, you know. Uh, no long season or anything. Uh, so, you know, what we'll jump into next is we'll talk about the top, you know, the NFL and the players who vote on the, the you know, their colleagues on their top 100 players. Uh, from just the top 100 that have come out now up to 11, any surprises that, I mean, I don't know how much you've looked at the list, but were there any that caught your eye that were too high or too low from what you saw? Um, I've kind of skimmed through it. haven't really looked closely into the list, but. I just know a lot of comments I are think like. it's pretty much what I would do. I mean, there might be some people who rank me a little higher, a little lower, but I mean, I think from what I've seen the top so far, I think, yeah, you said to 11. 
so far I've had no problems with anyone in the top 100. Right. That's kind of my. Yeah. And like for me personally. Feeling and thinking of that, honestly. Yeah. For me personally, in terms of football, my, you know, because my, my kind of knowledge of football really stemmed from fantasy and that's like all offensive based. So I know the offensive players a lot better than the defensive players, but I am starting to learn more about the defensive players as I've kind of, you know, gotten more into football. And so like I'm learning he's really good and he's not, but it's still not nearly as strong as like the offensive players uh, and the offensive side of it. So I just know that uh, whenever I've looked at, you know, on like, Instagram when they, they posted about it, like all the comments, it's just you can find so many comments about people being like this guy here, and you know, that's way too low, or this guy's this high. Like it's just crazy how many uh people did disagree and you know, probably bias for their own teams, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um yeah, I do want to mention though, like uh my guy, Lamar, I I he was number 24, I believe, uh, which obviously was way down from last year, which I can't believe he was ranked number one last year. Like that, I thought that was honestly too high. I didn't think he was number one. I'll be honest. I think it's cool though. And I know he had that great MVP season, but I was really shocked that he was number one last year. Um, So for him to fall to 24, I think 24 may be a little low though. Of course he didn't have the greatest season, but he he definitely fell from one to 24. Like he, he took a big, uh, drop in where he was but I yeah there's nothing that's like you know and I yeah we can argue what we think about who is here and who's not but like you know the people voting on this football players they know this game a lot better than we do as average fans and so I trust their word on who they rank a lot more than like who I think should go where and so just based off that alone, I really don't have any problems with the rankings at all. I think it's kind of funny how people argue about it, though, in chat, because you can kind of learn a lot about the players because they bring up stats and all that stuff. But I personally don't have any problems because, yeah, I, these guys, you know, they they might kind of not care that much about it. They might just kind of, you know, skim through, be like, yeah, this can go there. But they probably, you know, for some of them probably put in a good amount of effort into who they think should go where. And so, you know, these guys, yeah, they know a lot more than we do. And so I I don't have any problems with the list. Uh, I am excited to see the top 10, though. I will say that. Uh, I, yeah, do you have any more thoughts? And then we can give maybe our predictions for, like, the top five. Uh, no, I think it's, I mean, like you said, it's all based off of players. And to me, I trust players more than, like, other people. And so that's why I said with the top 100, like, yeah, maybe you might have, you know, like a person like Buda Baker, right? Who plays for the Cardinals linebacker you might have him maybe one or two spots higher, maybe one or two spots lower. But at the end of the day, like I think he's at the right spot and I haven't had any problems with the list when I've seen it. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good list. It's by the players, which means it's pretty accurate. Yeah, exactly. Um, I definitely know that like uh, they, they do like rank quarterbacks pretty high. Uh, and of course, quarterbacks, you know, probably the most important position in terms of the overall game, but quarterbacks get ranked pretty high. And after looking at who, uh, has not been picked yet, it's, it's pretty clear Mahomes and Josh Allen are going to be in the top 10. And then there's going to be like 
Aaron Donald probably top 10 or no, not probably. He will be top 10. Um, Isn't Tom Brady also going to be top 10? Tom, Tom Brady's top 10. Yeah. He hasn't been named. I don't think, uh, mm-hmm. I actually, dang, I don't think to, Russell Wilson has been. No, he either. was number uh, 12. Or, was he 12? Okay. I he was two last year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think uh, McCaffrey hasn't been named. I don't think unless I'm. Well, I don't think. There. I don't think they're going to rank him because he didn't play as much. Oh, okay. Year. Okay. That makes I sense. Think, I think there might be like a certain threshold too. Like you have to play at least like half the games, I think, you know, because oh. obviously everyone knows McCaffrey's a top 100 player, but <laughs> what it says, it's a top 100 of last year. Right. And I believe it's based off of how much you played and all that stuff. So oh. like we all know, like, like Saquon, I don't think was even ranked, you know, I don't think. Right, because he was out for a lot of it. So, because he's ACL. So, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so. Saquon's not going to be on there, and a couple other guys who were injured. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah and I mean, a huge drop, obviously, as well. Uh, one of your guys from the Patriots, Stephon Gilmore, fell a lot from where he was I last think, year. Wasn't he? At, wasn't he like like 47. 50, 47, Yeah, he fell down thirty eight spots. So that means he was ninth last year. So. Yeah. He fell a lot too. He didn't have as good as a year, but I think he'll he'll bounce back. It, I did too. It, it was just you know kind of I think he also he got COVID too, and then uh, probably took him out of his rhythm and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. Who do you think are going to be the uh, top five then? Um, well, I think number one is probably Mahomes because they like Mahomes. Um, Mahomes. Number two, I think is going to be Brady. Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, number three is Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. Number four is probably Aaron Donald. And then number five. I'm just trying to think. Has Kamar been named yet? He has. Yes. I okay. th- believe. It's hard to like. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. yeah scroll it's, all these. it's hard because like a lot of people have been named. I just forget because like I've been in and out, you know, like I said, with family stuff. Um, number five, I'd say probably Josh Allen then. I think, uh, yeah. I don't think Devontae Adams has been named, so he'll be top 10, I believe. Oh, okay. I don't know if he'll be five. I think, Adams will be, I think he'll be six for me then. I'll six. say it goes. I say my top six is it goes Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Donald. Allen, Devonte Adams. That's probably it. All right, I could I could test you and uh, who do you think are going to be the last four then to complete the top ten? Bro, I don't <laughs> Bro, know. Who that'd be name, so hard. So. Yeah, that'd be so it's, tough. Yeah, um, those are my top six. So that's what I think. Yeah, and I, I think Brady isn't one just because of his age. I think that's why because everyone knows Mahomes. But because Brady won a Super Bowl, that's why I put Brady over Rodgers. But underneath Mahomes, because Mahomes has more talent and is younger. And he was really good last year. So. Oh, okay. Actually, I have it right here. Um, I have the top 10, actually. Uh, but it, it, I don't think it has their. Uh, I don't know if this is ranking. a true. It's NFL.com, so it should be true. Yeah, it's not the ranking, but it's. Uh, yeah, Devontae Adams, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Aaron Donald, Derrick Henry. We, we forgot about Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. the, the rushing beast. DeAndre Hopkins, I'm a little shocked by that. Uh, Travis Kelsey, that's that's fair. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and TJ Watt. So, yeah. 
you, you said Tom Brady, right? I did. Yeah, Tom Brady's up there. Okay. <laughs> I should have yeah, pranked you and okay. been like, no, he's not on there. Yeah, I think I think PJ Watt is 10. I'm going DeAndre Hopkins is eight. Um, number number seven would or no. Yeah. PJ mm-hmm. Watt's 10. DeAndre Hopkins is nine. And then who are the other people I haven't named? I haven't named him. Um, I don't think you named Kelsey yet, or did you? Oh, okay. Kelsey's eight, and then Derrick Henry's seven. Yeah, I like that list. Uh, it's a good list. Uh, I'd be hoping to get any of these guys on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that's cool. We can see who the actual top ten is, because if, if you ask, like, just you and I to blindly pick our top <laughs> – top 10 players without even looking at who has already been ranked. We'd probably say like, like half of them at least would be the ones who've been already named. Probably. probably, Yeah. yeah. Cause we're just, we would just have no idea, honestly. Um, yeah. I think it's cool. They do that though. Do they, do they do that in the NBA where they have players rank or. I don't think they do. They should. That'd be cool. Yeah. See who the players thinks the best NBA Player. Maybe they'll still vote for LeBron. They probably will. NBA players mm-hmm. would, but yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I, I should also just mention this will def- this will be a little bit of a shorter podcast because Matt's got to go a little bit after this, and obviously he's tired, and so not too much to talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, so yeah, I just want to guys. This will be a little bit of a shorter podcast, but hey, that's all right. Um, but this will be the the, the longest topic of uh, that we talk about. Um, so many different opinions on it. You know, so much, you know, you can talk about, but it's the student athletes and student athletes getting paid, which now technically they can, but yeah. Um, so we, we touched on it briefly and we talked about the uh, football stuff, college football and all that. And I was like, that'd be a good topic to talk about, you know, on Monday. And so here we are on Monday and we're going to talk about it. Um, so I, I first want to like, ask you if you were just asked a question and you had to just say yes or no should student athletes get paid what is your answer just just no no details just do they get paid or not yes or no tough i know right it's it's so like it's never in the middle that's where i've been in the middle that's where I was when I did my, my speech in college about that topic is a debate topic. I was like, my heart was in the middle, but I kind of had to pick one. So I, I think I picked that they should. Um, yeah. Like if and I, I have one. Yeah. Yes. But like at the same time, like that's what scholarship should be yeah. for anyways. Sure. Yes. But like, there's one guy like the Oregon guy, right? Mm-hmm. K- Calvin or Caden Thibodeau or whatever. He's making like what his Nike deal is worth like a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, what the heck? One of the quarter, I think it was the Alabama quarterback. Uh, I think Nick Saban was saying he can make close to a million this year. Yeah, and, <laughs> I was and like, to what? Me, I, to me, I think that's taking advantage of what it's supposed to be. What I think that the NIL, which is uh, like like name, image, and likeness thing. Right. So that way, if people use your name for games, sell things, you get some of the proceeds, almost like a professional athlete yeah, type thing. Yeah, I agree. Not with that. like a 
not like a, oh let's go see how much money i or how many endorsements i can get like i know like this is an example like byu the football team there's this product called built bar which is a protein bar company and basically Dude. they said all the walk-ons will pay for your scholarship and you have to help us in the community and then the other guys who already aren't all are on scholarship i think they got like a thousand dollars or something like that but to me that seems more like appropriate <laughs> yeah other than oh let's go sign a hundred thousand dollar contract pretty much so that's kind of what i think about yeah, it i, I think like I think like sponsoring like, oh, here's a protein powder. Let me sponsor it. Or here's a protein bar or, you know, here's, um, you know, uh, you know, a fun like volleyball outdoor game for whatever. I think doing that kind of stuff is fine. But when it comes to making like, like 400, $500,000, yeah, that's going to be very few people. I, I don't really think that's appropriate, you know, because then. You know, what some coaches are doing now is, you know, like in LSU, Alabama, they can say, oh, if you come here for us, we can get you X amount of dollars instead of, you know, recruiting for actual like school purposes or stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I think it's good and bad. Um, so that's kind of my opinion on it, I think. Right. I I, I just want to say real quick, uh, Bill Bars, I remember Ab and I tried, tried those actually, literally, and mm-hmm. they, tasted, they didn't taste good. Uh, I'm not trying to uh, diss built bars or diss the BYU football team, but I thought they tasted pretty bad. Protein bars are are just not it. I don't think protein bars are very They're just good. Not. I think the powders is better. Oh yeah, yeah very rarely, very rarely <laughs> can you find a good protein it's, bar. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I agree with you um, definitely in terms of like. These guys, you know, and it comes back to the power of the sport and then also the college. But, like, I just can't believe that they can get endorsement deals like that and just make that much money, you know, like that. Like, it's it's taking advantage of it. You're right, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's, like, ridiculous. I think – I do think, though, like, the being the NCAA in terms of, like, you know, remember the James Wiseman incident and other stuff when there's been uh, ineligible players because of – them accepting like even smallest, not much like money involved, but accepting things like that and they get suspended. I thought that was a little too far. I think lifting that, lifting that should be fine as long as they're not like doing it like under the table, blah, blah, blah. Like, but if it's like they need help or whatever, or, you know, like a dinner, stuff like that or whatever, like, I think that should be fine. And that's kind of where that, like they're kind of easing restrictions, I think on that, which is good. But now like they've just kind of, you know, it's a little rushed because like some of these athletes now can just make so much money. Uh, well, so much. And what I've been seeing too, is like the Spencer Rattler guy for Oklahoma. I think one, one thing said, one of his events was $75 for a picture and a hundred dollars for an autograph. And I was like, Holy crap. Like this dude has done like not a lot of things. Yeah. And turning think, that much. Like, I think th- now if, if Tom Brady was at a mall, Sure, I'll pay seventy five bucks to go to Tom Brady. Yeah, but like a college guy, like oh, that just seems kind of yeah. dumb. And for me, per that's ridiculous. For seventy five bucks for an aud- or a hundred bucks for an autograph, whatever, that's ridiculous. Anyways, I, I mean personally, for me, I would do, if I was an athlete, I would do it for free if I had the time. I wouldn't charge money for that. I think that's ridiculous. It just that even doing that, I think you should just do it for free. Of course, 
if you're like a big athlete like Tom Brady, it might be like overwhelming. So many people would want an autograph, but like, you know, mm-hmm. especially like a college quarterback, you're not going to be like, I mean, you'll probably have a decent amount of buzz, but not where like, not too much. I would just do that for free. Anyways, um, besides the point, yeah, you can do stuff like that, which, yeah, I guess that helps with extra cash, but yeah, I, it, that's where it's just like this rule. It's just, it's just the, the balance, you know, just like a huge, uh, there's no balance because these big athletes can make all this money, but some of the athletes still might not make a, a, a dime because it's, they might not really be able to, if they're part of a small program, they might, especially a small sport, you know, they might not be able to really get anything from it and do that, you know? So like, they're not going to get anything, but then someone, you know, a college football quarterback can make a million dollars. Like that just doesn't seem fair. And that's where it's just hard to like pay student athletes because, you know, it's like, you feel like, well, to, to kind of like, well, if you just made a budget, so everyone got a little bit, but it's like, well, you know, that, that would be really hard to manage, et cetera, et cetera. And it's, it's just, that's where, that's where I'm torn on it because, and that's what I was thinking about when like I got, was like right, doing my speech. Cause it's like, I personally think student athletes and like from what I've seen from MSU, even I feel like they have it pretty good as it is already having a sky. If I had, if I was an athlete and I had the stuff they had, I would be like in heaven because when I've seen, you know, they have the great gyms, facilities, snack, like food, snacks, they're obviously everything's paid for. They got their, their living situation. Like they have all that. And it might be worse at like smaller programs. So it might be tougher, but for, I feel like the most part, you still have it pretty good. And so it's, yeah, you're doing a lot of work and it is a job and university is making a lot of money. And so that's again, another point why they should get paid. That's why it makes it so complicated. It's just like, I feel like what they have already is pretty good. And like, I would be really happy with that. And that, I guess that's just me. Maybe some guys want more, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what it's like to be a college athlete. I don't know the work you have to put in, but like, I'm just, yeah, I, it's just so complicated. Like I'm kind of glad they're taking steps in the right direction, but it definitely just, yeah. Like some of these big guys, you know, big name guys are just making so much money right away. It's crazy. And like, the Kool-Aid guy, he's like sponsored by Kool-Aid now. Um, Dr. Pepper. Cool, yeah, that I will admit that's cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like it's most gonna be football that takes advantage of this. I feel like maybe some basketball, maybe a little bit of baseball, but like besides that, it's gonna be hard for other yeah. sports to I'm... really kind of get like a substantial, you know, like income, like you know. Yeah. I mean, for me. The thing is, like, you know, I've heard athletes say, oh, like, it's really hard to balance classes in school and sometimes right. money and stuff. And, you know, kind of what I think of it is, is this. When you're a student athlete, you get to choose to be that. You know, it's, it's a choice. Like, there are some students here at BYU that I know could definitely be on certain teams here at BYU. Mm-hmm. But they said for them, they'd rather go to school or it's not worth it to do other things. And so it's a choice. And so to me, whenever other people can complain, like, Oh, like I have this, this, and this, it's like, Hey, you chose to do that. Right. And the thing is you have all these things that I don't have. And that's kind of it. And I'm not trying to be jealous of others and stuff. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. That's not what I'm saying, but it's a choice. Like for me, I could have ran track like D2 and even some small D1s. Like, I totally could have done that. But I chose to go to BYU because academically, 
I knew that it was a good school and decided to go there. But that was my choice. And so I saw, okay, here's the cost of me trying to be a, an, an athlete somewhere else, not BYU. Is it worth it? And I decided, no, it wasn't. And so now I think with NIO, it kind of makes um, – it just makes it a little bit more complicated and stuff, you know. But then you get in the part of, okay, well, this guy on the team is making $50,000 and I'm only making $1,000. Like, how is that fair, right? Yeah, that's so exactly. It's just, it's just really, I mean, it's in the infancy. And so I think, you know, in a couple of years, it'll get better. And the thing is, too, is the state laws are all different, too. Like some states, you can make more money than other states. And so I think, um, I mean, I wish they would have just said, for like video games or like promotional stuff, if the person's name is on it, they can make money off of it. But seeking like endorsement deals and doing that kind of stuff almost makes it feel like they're not college athletes, but like semi-pro athletes. And that seems completely yeah. different and, to me than college athletes, you know? And a so, lot of, yeah. And a lot of, uh, you know, I was going to bring that kind of goes off in your point in terms of like $50,000 to $1,000. Like, the guys who are making $50,000 are going to, you know, they're going to be the guys who have more recognition. So that means they're probably going to be a better player. So that means they're probably yeah. going to have a good chance to go pro where they can actually get a paycheck. And I know for college basketball, at least, you know, there's, they might even go back to just like, you know, obviously the G League's become more popular, but I'm pretty sure they're going to eventually get that rule of you don't even have to go to the college and just come out of high school. So like, mm -hmm. you know, like the guys who are big and stuff, you know, I think it's football you have to be there for three years, so it's a little different. But you know, like if you football, of course, it's two. Oh, two. Of course, if barring an injury, yeah. which I guess is maybe another reason why they, they want to get some money because an injury could change your career. But like you know, they're gonna like the good guys who are gonna get all this endorsements. Mm -hmm. They are gonna make their own paycheck, like in the future, like you know, because they're most likely gonna go pro, and a lot of the guys are not gonna go pro. Um, so, like, that's where it comes to the choice again. Because, like, if you're being a college athlete, but you're maybe, you know, not like a, a bench player or, you know, like you're not necessarily like the, the big guy or you're not really, you know, looking to go pro, then you're making that choice knowing you're probably not going to be pro and make as much money. So, so, so you're going to, you know, get, do something else after college. And so that's like another thing where it's like the big name athletes are going to be getting all this money or are probably going to be getting a lot of money from pro sports anyways. Like, you know, they'll get a paycheck soon, which, of course, you know, a lot of them, you know, a lot of it's great. I love it when, like, people, you know, like athletes kind of get their first paychecks and they can help, like, buy their their parents a home or stuff like that because they were really, you know, poor growing up. I think those are great stories. And I guess, you know, it'll make it easier now or, or quicker in college than in the pros. But, you know, it's not that much longer until you can get that big, big paycheck, you know, in pro sports. And so I yeah. think that's where it's like, well, if they get a portion of certain sales and stuff, I think that'd be good. So it's kind of almost like a salary, depending on how things play out with different, you know, uh, either sponsors or opportunities and compared to just signing these huge like endorsement deals, you know, like, so I'm, I'm honestly on yours. I wasn't even thinking about that when we started this debate or, okay, not mm -hmm. debate, when we started this topic. Um, so mm -hmm. like you bring that up, like, yeah, I totally agree with that. So, but what I do like though, is there will be NCAA football again, though, 
I can't wait for basketball. For that, I think it's good. See, that right. thing is good because, like, it'd be great because, you know, I'll probably buy a copy. And if a portion of it can go to all those athletes that are in it, then awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's a good use for it. So, you know. And I, I, I can't wait I know for we it. could talk about this forever, but. I can't, I can't wait for an NCAA basketball game, honestly, because uh, the last one was like 2010. Um, yeah, I just thought it was kind of weird, though, you know, because obviously students couldn't do anything really, like any, you know, or they would get, you know, big trouble, you know, uh, suspended, blah, blah, blah. But then they kind of just jump to this where it's just you can make, you know, you know, like where it comes to the guys can just get these huge endorsement deals all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, so it just seems like a really big jump from the NCAA. Um, I think they are still kind of like trying to test it out to see how it goes uh, and then maybe adjust along, you know, the lines. But I do think it's going to get better, like you said, in a couple of years. And I do think in the long run, it's good that this is happening. But maybe just some, some tweaks need to be made in terms of like the endorsement deals because, you know, some players are going to get, you know, $200,000 and then – some players going to get like a thousand, like you said. So they're getting 200 times what you're going to get, but like everyone's trying to contribute to that, you know, the team to win. And so that's where it's just like unfair. So that's like the kind of current problem that may, you know, occur, but hopefully the NCAA can adjust to and, and fix in the future. Definitely. It's, yeah, uh, I it's, agree with that. it's just, it's, yeah, like you said, it's just like, it's hard to say yes or no. Like it really is. It's just, it's such a tough topic. Um, hey, I mean, like, well, I keep I saying mean, it. Overall, I think yes. I, I keep saying it, you know. Good. You might be on the track and, and feel a team. But so you Overall, I think yes, it's good. But I think there needs to be some some tweaks, but it'll be good. Like I said, I mean, you might if you're on the track and field team, you'll be getting some of those benefits potentially. But, hey, like, it could be where some of your, your track mates are making – 10,000 and you get a hundred. So then it's like, well, okay, that's not fair. So you could even go through something like that. You never know. And so that's what we're talking about yeah. now. Um, I am curious though. Cause like I've seen, I think it's up to when I last look 23,000 athletes or I know not athletes followers, but the bar stool a- athlete, do you know about mm-hmm. that? And like what that is? Um, they just represent bar stool sports and just that kind of stuff. It's, it's nothing like super huge, but it's pretty cool. I like it. It gives like a lot of kind of, I think it's good because it gives, I saw when I was reading an article, I'm actually going to pull up now, some golfers are in it. So I think some sports that aren't as big have the opportunity to do that so they can make a little bit of something, you know, because we, as I said, you know, like they're not going to make, it's going to be hard for them to make, you know, kind of money and stuff compared to, you know, like the college mm-hmm. football and all that stuff. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, barstool athlete. Would you be a barstool athlete? Uh, that'd be cool. Be dope. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Then Barstool is uh, iconic in college. That's for sure. A lot of people love Barstool. True. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you got anything else you wanna wanna say? You know, or uh, you think no, you're? I think you're... that's. I think that's good. Yeah. Well, we've been talking for what forty minutes, probably. So that's a pretty good link. minutes, hour, something like that, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, all right, sweet. Well, that wraps up episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Episode seven of the No Notes podcast. 
you know, I, I, I haven't even told you this, Matt, but like, I'm, I've been enjoying this so much. I wanted up, up into three days a week, like low key, <laughs> like I'm being real. Um, yeah, it'd be fun. We'll see how college yeah. goes and all that stuff. It's, but I do yeah. know there'll be a lot more sports because college football is happening. Yeah. World Series, uh, NFL. It's, so who knows? We the only problem. Three, yeah. The only but, problem that we might run into is if it like, you know, it gets kind of dry and like we have an episode where we just don't know what to talk about. We'll turn to Skip and Shannon where we just mindlessly talk about LeBron James not being the GOAT for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't want to run into that problem, but I think we, we may up to three. And I mean, you know, we obviously hope we, we got some subs in the bullpen, you know, some relievers that can come in if we need them for either of us. So I, I think that hopefully we can uh, jump to three episodes soon. Um, you know, I'll probably talk about this more personally, but uh, yeah, uh, still though, for now, every Monday and Friday, uh, you know, assuming everything goes well, uh, Everything's uh, going good and normal for us. Uh, we'll like, be uploading here on the, the YouTube for the video version. Of course, Spotify and Apple Podcasts on the audio versions. I, when I check the Spotify or Apple, we have uh, two ratings, both five stars. I don't know if you're one of the five stars, but hey, if someone else did it then. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? But uh, yeah, uh, it's, you know, thank you to, you know, who does watch this. I mean, It'd be nice if we can make money off this, but I mean, we we just enjoy the time talking together. And so, you know, this has been a really fun hobby and we plan to plan to do this for, you know, however long we want to do this until we, we get burned out of it, which I don't think will be for a long time. So we plan to keep this going. It's going to be great. Uh, we're having so much fun with it. And yeah. Just thank you guys. Uh, means a lot. And we will hopefully also get some guests, somewhat soon it's we're not you know we don't have the biggest intel in terms of getting the big fish so but if we can get a few guests that'd be great so yeah um i'm excited and thank you guys uh for watching and listening so have a good rest of your day episode seven thanks guys see ya